Hey there, Patriots. I We are back. This is Team Melly, and we are back. Today, we're going to do a summary of the book of Revelation. This is, I don't even believe we're going to try to do this, but we're, we are. We're going to try to do this, and I know you're going to, going to enjoy it. We're just going to just hit the high points on the, uh, starting with chapter five of the book of Revelation, and so that you can get the overall picture of what is happening in this amazing uh, book that the Lord gave us. Um, and then in the next few weeks, we're going to do, do deeper dives into each of those chapters. But for today, we're going to uh, just give an overview because I want you to catch the the the, the picture. Welcome, everyone. Hello, Colleen. Hey. Hello, hey. Hello, hey. hello, Tammy, hey, Christy. Hi. Hello to, hello to the Freedom Force Battalion. All right. Y'all ready to do this? We're doing do it. it. Ready or not, we're, we're doing, doing it. it. All right. Let's, I'm going to share the screen. And the first thing I want to show you is this is kind of where we're going, everybody. This is the, 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 the chapters, the certainty of the victory of Christ, the enemy's playbook of how they've been attacking us. Chapter seven, the protection of God's chosen warriors. That's you guys, the 144,000. There's uh, trumpets angel that the angels are using to wake up humanity. We have all heard those trumpets. Uh, chapter 11, the two witnesses causing us to re- be able to regain the church and the state. Those are the witnesses. And this great awakening is helping us to be able to do that. The sign in the heavens, which I'm going to do that. That's going to be my chapter, which was the kickoff to the great awakening and Armageddon. The two beasts that they have used to, to destroy us. The uh, God's chosen warriors. And then the harvest of the awakened and the harvest of the wicked. Chapter 16, the bowls of wrath, which is exposing the new world order. And they hate that. That is their worst nightmare is they're being exposed. And then uh, Babylon, which is this great prostitute and that uh, the new and then and uh, the uh, the great prostitute and the new world order minions that would do anything for money. That's chapter 17. Mm-hmm. And then 18 is the doom of Babylon. For sure, mm-hmm. their doom. We know that that they will lose and we will win. In chapter 19, the victory of Christ over mm-hmm. the beast. There's nothing can stop what is coming. And then chapter 20, the thousand years of peace on earth. All right, let's do it. All right. So Christy, you are the first batter up. And so I think it's right here. No, I already messed up. All right, here we go. Here is chapter five. She's going to, Christy, tell us about the certainty of the victory of Christ. Okay. So this is the revelation that God gave Daniel was to be sealed. But what John saw was a book that is to be broken open. Okay. I love that. Five, one through five. And this is reading from the Passion Translation. Okay. And I saw that the one seated on the throne was holding in his right hand on an an unopened scroll with writing on the inside and on the outside. And it was sealed with seven seals. Then I saw an incredibly powerful angel proclaiming with a great loud voice, who is worthy to open the scroll and able to break its seven seals? But no person could be found living or dead. In all creation, no one was worthy to open the scroll and read its contents. So we got Revelation 5.5, which means loud and clear, loud and clear. Okay, so then one of the elders said to me, stop weeping. Look, the mighty lion of Judah's tribe the root of david he has conquered he is the worthy one who can open the scroll and its seven seals amen 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 and you guys that's on my that's on my wall right here there's the crown right there he is worthy to take the scrolls and break the seals he is triumphed he is triumphed there's no doubt about it so stop weeping if anybody's been out there weeping quit it right (laughs) do you have anything else that you want to share about that christy Oh, I think that's all self-explanatory. It, don't you? Is, it is. It is. We are the winners. So, yeah. And because our Lord Jesus is the, is the winner. He's the, the mighty lion of the tribe of Judah. But yes, yeah, so that's what we're going to do, everybody. We're just going to go super, super quick through it. So next is going to be, um, let me go back to Colleen. Colleen, Colleen. And you're doing, you're doing chapter six. I need to pull up chapter six. Yep. All right. So I will do that. I'm going to get better at this, you guys. All right. So here's chapter six. Come on, Colleen, bring it to us. Okay. So I'm going to read verse two. 
Um, I looked up and saw a white horse standing there. Its rider carried a bow and a crown was placed on his head. He rode out uh, to win many battles and gain the victory. So this um, John wrote uh, about the four horsemen, which portrays four disastrous occurrences that are going to take place before Christ returns. And all of these have been, um, been taking place now, and we're living in this time. And uh, the white horse, um, it, it said that he had a, a bow and a crown, of course, and um, uh, who claims to be the champion of the people, but actually are conquering, you know, or, or trying to conquer us. Um, I think of the bow as a weapon, and I, I'm thinking of the churches and the medical systems and the educational systems, political systems, how they're hijacked and weaponized against us. So the, the next horse is in Revelation 6-4. Then another horse appeared, a red one. Its rider was given a mighty sword and the authority to take peace from the earth. And there was war and slaughter everywhere. So the red horse um, represents war, um, unspeakable suffering and death. And of course, we know this has been um, happening right here. Um, they want us divided. Of course, the depopulation agenda um, to me was what this looks like to me with the red horse. And then the third horse is in 6-5. When the lamb broke the third seal, I heard the third living being say, come, I look up and saw a black horse and its rider was holding a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard a voice from among the four living beings saying, a loaf of wheat bread or three loaves of barley will cost a day's pay and don't waste the olive oil and the wine. So the black horse bring starvation and deprivation. I think of the central banks and the taxes, food prices. We know about meat plants and, you know, so many of these things being burned down. And again, I think this is the depopulation agenda. They are, want us starved and deprived. Um, and then in Revelation 6, 8 is the last horse. I looked up and saw a horse whose color was pale green. Its rider was named Death, and his companion was the grave. These two were authority over one-fourth of the earth to kill with the sword and famine and disease and wild animals. And so in another version, I called it the pale horse. And when I think of that, I kind of think of um, the Pirates of the Caribbean when they showed animals like, looking dead, you know? So that's that's what I what I, I'm thinking about, and um, so of course right now this has been going on for years, and uh, I think the chemtrails and the fluoride in the water and toxins in our food, the vaccinations, and again this is death, and this is what they've been um, putting over us. Yep. So that's that's the four horsemen. Yep. Yeah. What I of it. Right. And so what. What Christy was reading in chapter five about the he the Lord Jesus is worthy to open these seals. These are the seals that are opening up, and we realize how they've been trying, like what you were just reading, Colleen. The how they've been trying to destroy us over and over, and our you know, and it's been devastating. Whether it's the uh, the, the the fake leaders on the white horse, whether it's the the proxy wars that they that they use these wars to kill and maim and destroy and take over all these countries and and the black horse like you said the, the financial devastation where they've taken over the money system to destroy us and then the the pale horse which is all this disease i mean how much of our time do we spend talking about all these things these fake leaders the, the money system the, the wars all of this in the in the in the disease so this is how they've been t attacking us for years for years and years and years. And, you know, that, that, the biggest part of that is trying to relearn that we're not waiting for these things to happen. They're already happening to us right now. Right. And mm -hmm. that's the whole point of the, of the seals being broken that we, mm -hmm. it, it, you know, we didn't realize what they were doing right underneath our noses. So, mm -hmm. yes, thank you so much, Colleen. So we're going to go zigzag lightning. So now is chapter seven. And I get to, I get to be a part of this, this, uh, the four angels on each corner of the earth. And I just was going to read uh, Revelation 7, 3 and 7, 16. Okay, good. But I just talked to the fact that there are things that we know are happening. And God said, 
with certainty that we are protected by him and he doesn't want certain things to happen to all of us receive his seal of protection. So Revelation 7, 3 says, do not harm the land or the sea or the trees until you put a seal on the forehead of the servants of our God. And he, for that too, he's saying that um, these things will happen, but we will survive. And we, we are the... You know, the 144,000 is a perfect number. We're not waiting for 143,999 and one more person to show up before all this happens. We just, it's going to happen. Um, that's just a perfect number. It's the square root of, you know, 144,000 is the square root of 12,000, which he names all the tribes. But yes, each of us, the, what I get out of this, even though with the tribes and we're spread all over the place, each of us have a part. We're not all Melly. It's wonderful. She's in front. I'm administration. I love being in the background. So I'm, but I'm a warrior. I'm out here <laughs> for this. But, yes. uh, you know, yes. one part helps the other. And we're all, each of us do certain things that help the other person. And we all are called to work together in this army, be united. And uh, so we also, the, the other part of this chapter 16 yes. is his promise. And God's book is filled with his promises. So whenever there's something, there's never again will they hunger. Never again will they thirst. The sun will not beat upon them, nor any scorching heat. Mm-hmm. So there's a promise at the end of all this, as Amen. we all do our own part, being the warriors. So I love I think that's that. Big... Great, great job. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's one of the things that's kind of cool about, about Revelation. It they're like I'm skipping some chapters because <laughs> there are different times where they tell you they kind of take a little respite, take a little break, mm-hmm. and, and, and praise the Lord. And and and, mm-hmm. and we you know we really I shouldn't take the break from praising the Lord. That's terrible for me to do. <laughs> but, but yeah, in each chapter they're talking about this wonderful. It, even though we're in the middle of this daunting battle, we are going to be victorious and, you know, we're going to win and, and, and it's in beautiful days. There's just no way you can read revelation and miss that, but um, that he sealed us before this whole thing got started. He mm-hmm. prepared you for this day. He prepared mm-hmm. you by the seal of, as, as it talks about in the new Testament, the seal of the Holy spirit that you would be mm-hmm. able to get it. And that you have, mm-hmm. you have, and some people have not. And it's because they were not chosen for this very important task mm-hmm. and that's okay you know that's, mm-hmm. if everybody was awake i think that the enemy would probably do something even more horrific okay and push buttons yes. next we're going to chapter eight yeah. revelation chapter eight is talking about um you know colleen talked about how that jesus was the only one worthy to open uh the scroll and to break the seals and into yes. all of that so we're talking about the seventh seal and the trumpet call to wake up here in Revelation 8. So I'm going to read chapter 8, verse 1. Um, when the Lamb broke the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. And then I saw the seven angels who stood before God, and seven trumpets were given to them. Another angel came and stood at the altar holding a golden censer, and much incense was given to him so that he might add it to the prayers of all the saints on the golden altar, which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints went up before God out of the angel's hand. And the angel took the censer and filled it with the fire of the altar and threw it onto the earth. And there were peals of thunder and and sounds of lightning and things like that. And this was a vision that was given to John. And I cannot even imagine what he must have felt like when he got this information. How was he going to write this down and 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 so that we could understand it? And probably he couldn't even worry about that. He just wrote down whatever, you know, God gave him as a vision. But the trumpets are meant to wake us up. And um, I would love for us all to be waking up because when you see what's going on, you think to yourself, well, why isn't more why are more people waking up to understanding the, the biblical proportion of all of this going on and um so there's different things that different trumpets do but over in chapter nine um uh it, it, the trumpets are talking about what's going to happen uh to the different parts of the earth and how much and everything but i love the the promise uh, like Tammy wrote the promise there in chapter nine, uh, verse four, it says they were told not to harm the grass of the earth or any green plant or any tree, but only the people who did not have God's seal 
on their forehead. So like Tammy said, he's waiting for all these things to happen so that everyone that's going to be sealed can be sealed and not to harm anyone. And so he's promised, he's given us a promise that, that uh, we're all going to be okay. It's, it's, right. we're win. It's going right. to be good. Right. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, so that was a, and not in my first book, I did not understand what the trumpets were for and I, I now I realize that the angels are blasting the trumpet the angels are not doing anything to harm the earth they yeah. are telling us who is harming the earth okay mm -hmm. and and so many of them say about the 33 a third of this and a third of that they're giving us a clue who is harming the earth these secret societies have joined forces together to damage the food like we were talking about before to to harm our bodies and and they're doing all this intentionally to try to destroy humanity and that we needed to come to grips with that we needed to mm -hmm. understand that so we would know how to fight because if you don't realize someone's putting you know poison in your water poison in your food you you're just you're a sitting duck right and so we all these years nothing we didn't know all this was happening but now we do and because of the angels waking us up do you right. think it's important for us to understand that God is not the one harming us, Amen. but the one protecting us? Amen. That it's the it's the new world order and this 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 beast that's harming. Amen. Definitely. Amen. That's a, that that changes chapters eight and nine so much. I, you know what? I guess that was the biggest thing that I was like, I need to dig down into Revelation because they're being very uh, rude to the Lord. And disrespectful to him saying that he is trying to harm us and that oh it's because we're so evil and he's trying to destroy us no he's come he's he didn't come to condemn the world he came that the world would be saved he's trying to rescue us amen and, and also that he, but he could he could have done this long ago he could have wiped them out but he wants us to to join with him in this effort and for the world to be to be set free but for us to join along with him in that battle that's why he's he's chosen to have the, the gospel go to all the world all right, what's the next chapter and who's doing it? Is that you, Charissa? Are we on 11 already? No, we're on 11. Yeah, we're on oh, 11. Okay, so I'm <laughs> going to read 7, verse 7 through 11. Okay, chapter 11, verses 7 uh -huh. through 11. Got it. Yeah. So the two witnesses, which we have established, are the church or religious institutions and the government which we all know both have been hijacked. A lot of the yes. churches, and of course our government has been hijacked, um, but how we overcome that. So when they complete their testimony, the beast that comes up out of the bottomless pit will declare war against them and he will conquer them and kill them. And their bodies will lie in the main streets of Jerusalem, the city that the, the figuratively called Sodom and Egypt, the city where the Lord was crucified. And for three and a half days, all peoples, tribes, languages, and nations will stare at their bodies. No one will be allowed to bury them. <clears throat> all the people who belong to this world will gloat over them and give presents to each other to celebrate the death of the two prophets who had been tormented them. But after three and a half days, God breathed life into them and they stood up terror struck all who were staring at them and then a loud voice from the heaven called to the two prophets come up here and they rose to heaven in a cloud as their enemies watched so to me that is so exciting because think about when our churches and our government are now with god with god's breath of life back into them like they were intended to be amen what a revival that is going to go That's through this land amen. Amen. So exciting. Amen. Oh, yes. A, a amazing, amazing promise. Yes, those are, are the, the two witnesses, as you said, they are the, the church and the state, which we didn't go in. We're going to go into a, that whole thing, you guys. Uh, for those of you who are listening, we're going to go into all of uh, chapter 11. But right now we're just giving a quick a quick snapshot. But yeah, there's no doubt about it. This is the, the, the church and the state have been hijacked. Hello. Yeah. Not a surprise. Mm -hmm. And they're supposed to bring healing to the earth and they've not been able to do that, but they will. And they're, and, and, and that's a, uh, Tammy was standing up showing off her cool 11, 11 shirt. Yes. And of course our amazing, you know, it's armistice day. Mm -hmm. That's the day of veterans day. This is the day when, you know, this is, this is their promise 
that um that that God will breathe life into us and we'll wake up. That's that's just the promise. It's actually on my video that I posted today where it's um, the, 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 the short little video I did because it's, it really harkens back to Ezekiel and I'm not going to get off, off into that, but, but how the Lord would awaken humanity and, and uh, that they would, yeah. they would rise up and we would re- realize what was going on and we would fight them. Thank you. I love, I love Revelation 11, 11, God 11. Into us and we stood up. Awesome. All right. So what's the next chapter and who's doing it? Yes. You, you, oh. chapter 12. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's supposed to be talking? Okay, this is uh, Revelation chapter 12. We know this one. Everybody who's in the Freedom Force Battalion knows this one really well. I witnessed in heaven an event of great significance. Great significance. But most people don't recognize the great significance of this. And they just pass it right on by. I saw a woman clothed with the sun. I'm going to go ahead and show it to you. A woman clothed with the sun the moon under her feet and 12 stars on her head. She was in labor to be delivered. Amen. This is the promise of the Lord that this day would come when we would see this great sign and it's never happened before and will never happen again. Not exactly like this. And so Virgo is the beautiful woman, the bride of Christ. Uh, That's us. It represents us, the, the virgins, the ones who are wanting purity and peace on the earth. And our crown of rejoicing is Leo, our Lord Jesus, the line of the tribe of Judah. So this great this great, uh, this great uh, event that happened in the heavens, and they told us not to look at the stars, but this is the, if you don't know the stars, you will not be able to recognize, understand the book of Revelation, because the Lord put biblical astronomy all throughout the book of Revelation. So, um, yeah, so it, then it goes into even the, the dragon, and I'm not going to go into all that detail, but there's, this was the kickoff. This was the kickoff for this great birth Uh, to take place on the earth and she's pregnant she's crying out because of her labor pains and the agony of giving birth all throughout the bible it talks about the woman in labor 18 times in the old testament that's what my book the uh, end times major clues from minor prophets is talking about this woman is she is we're we're giving birth to this kingdom and it is labor we're in labor until this until christ is formed in the earth that's what paul said i'm in labor pains all throughout the Bible, we're talking about having these labor pains to get this kingdom to come and his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. So that's what that's what this chapter is about and about this war that's going on, not only on earth, but also with the angels. The angels are fighting alongside us and they're we're literally fighting demons. There's just no doubt about it. All right. So that was my chapter. All right. So now um, I think it is time for Christy again. You're going to do chapter 13, right? Christy, I'm going to just, pop, it's okay. I'm just going to pop it in right here, right here in this, because it makes it easier for me. That's All right. Perfect. And so again, I'm, I'm reading from the, the passion translation okay. and in the passion translation, the wild beast or Therion that is mentioned in this chapter speaks about evil people. Okay. Yeah. The commentary um, referenced Nero and the sin that turned Nebuchadnezzar into a beast and the riotous, riotous human beasts that came against Paul. And so Therion is found extensively in the classic Greek describing wicked and pathetic people. So there you go. That's Sounds like the new world order. <laughs> Sounds yeah. just like them. Yeah, so um, in Revelation 13, 1, it's about talking about the beast of the sea. Then I saw a wild beast rising from the sea with ten horns and seven heads. And on its horns were ten royal crowns, and on its heads were blasphemous names. This beast, I feel like, is quite heady, right? Because possibly full of pride, thinks he's all-knowing. And it kind of reminds me of, you know, how they got his seven ways to Sunday, right? Uh-huh. So they infiltrated us, you know, through our education, through our family, religion, business, media, entertainment, government. So, and this beast also has the 10 crowns and the 10 horns, and that has ruled over us and enslaved us. So for this beast to come from the sea gives one a reason to pause, right? So the powers that be, or these evil, pathetic people, uses the maritime admiralty law to capture our inheritances from right from the right from out of our mama's belly right yep and treat us like animals 
and our entire life. So the ten horns on the beast is likened to the beast in Daniel's dream. Um, and then we have the beast on the earth, uh, and that's Revelation 13, 11. Then I saw another wild beast coming up from the ground. It had two horns like a lamb, but it spoke like a dragon. It operated in all the authority of the first beast on its behalf, causing the earth and its inhabitants to worship the first beast, which mortal wound was healed. And so likened to a wolf in sheep's skin, um, like what we are witnessing today in our churches and governments, not just here in our nation, but the whole world is groaning over this deception. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that they are they're just like a perfect example is during the COVID that so many of the churches were like, obey the government mm-hmm. uh, and take the jab. You know, all, all, and they're always saying, oh, you know, trying to get you to obey, obey the first beast, mm-hmm. you know, and, and. As we were, as a, a ter- remind me, is it Teresa? Teresa. Yes. Teresa. Teresa. Okay. Uh, anyway, so how you were saying that the church and the state have been hijacked. Well, this yeah. is what these beasts are about. How they have ruled over us and stomped on us because they, the, 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 the first beast is the government. The second beast is the, is the religious institutions. And it doesn't have to be Christianity. It can be, you know, whatever it is, how they've used this to spy on the people and to control the masses, right? So it's, uh, you yeah, know, this is now at least we know who our enemy is. We had to know who, this is what's so great about what Debbie was saying. This, the, the trumpets have wakened us. The angels woke us up to understand who we're fighting, right? All right. So next, was there anything else, Christy? I think that was great. Is there anything else you want to shout out or it's good? Okay. I think that gives everyone an overview. That's what we're doing. All right. So now I wrote the wrong thing. This is Colleen, do me some Revelation 14. Yes. Yes. So I'm just going to mention, uh, I'm going to read in, in verse one. Then I saw the lamb standing on Mount Zion and with him were 144,000 who had his name and his father's name written on their foreheads. And I heard a sound from heaven like a roar of mighty ocean waves or the rolling of loud thunder. It was like the sound of many harpists playing together. So I, I just wanted to mention about the 144,000. And we've learned that it's not about a specific number. It, it's the perfect number. And uh, it's exactly who he wants in battle. And he has chose us, the awakened ones. Um, and it's his choice. We're the elect ones. And uh this is a blessing. It's a huge blessing. And he awakened us for this battle. We are his elite forces. And I got that from one of Melissa's um, videos <laughs> I watched on it. And we are warriors. Warriors God has chosen. We're fighting to get the beast and the false prophet out. So spreading the word and sharing videos and tweeting and truthing. Um, a seal in God's army, a knight. Our heart is pure before the Lord. We are a special offering to God and we won't stop no matter what. We yes. have chosen for this time to rise up and we are the 144,000. I love it. I love it. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. It's 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 absolutely amazing. You know, uh, like when we we were kids, you know, it says, "I'm in the Lord's army." You know, "I'm in the Lord's army." <laughs> Did y'all sing that with your kids? <laughs> you know, yes. <laughs> I may never marched in the infantry, but I'm in the Lord's army. So, you know, thankfully, we don't have to march in the infantry. Thank you, Lord, that we don't have to go to a physical battlefield. You know, it's it's about this sending out these truth bullets. And, and sharing this truth everywhere that we go. And they hate that. that. The enemy hates that. They would much prefer us to go to a battlefield and die on a battlefield than for us to every day shoot truth bullets and expose them. I hate that. So bad. We're going to get to that one here in just a second. But um, yeah, so we follow the lamb wherever he goes. Whatever he leads us to do, each one of us in this battle that we all are fighting on doing exactly what the Lord tells us to do. That's, you know, you know, you don't, we, we don't get in each other's ways as, as it talks about in Joel chapter two, we're all doing as the Lord is leading us. You know, some people were really focused so hard on election uh, fraud and, 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 and uh, you know, 
is getting the election straightened out. So many people, other people are really like working hard on the, the trafficking. What's the name of it? Uh, Skippity Doo. Yeah, Skippity working on that. Everybody, you know, just doing what the Lord, and that's what's so amazing. That's one of the main reasons nothing can stop what is coming because the Lord is putting this in our hearts and we can't, we can't stop. It's because him leading us and we, we've been following him for a long time and we're not going to stop following him. He put something Amen. to do and there's nothing to do, but do it. <laughs> right. Uh, it says they right. Tell lies we, because we are just truth tellers and they're without blame. We want purity. We want honesty. We want you know, everything great in our in the beautiful world, we're all going to get this beautiful world because we want it so bad. All right. So, and then also the farther down, it was too quick. There's two harvests. And that's why I love about the Omer festival, because it's, it's, it, we, it's the beginning of this harvest season and it's a harvesting of the, of, of God's people to wake up and also the harvesting of the grapes of wrath, the evildoers. So it's a, a clearly we're going to have a, a, a great, great harvest and um we're going to all get together again we'll all join together and um uh there won't be all this uh division that's what really i believe the, the biggest harvest is is that we'll all come together and realize all this truth and uh the enemy will be will be punished and gone all right so now chapter 16 we'll go all back right. to here. okay yes you tammy it is, and it's the it. seven bowls, the seven bowls of wrath, kind of what you were just speaking to. And the, um, I kind of want to paraphrase a little bit because in the in the first uh, paragraph, he says, go pour out the seven bowls of God's wrath. But I really wanted to focus in on verse 15, okay, which says, behold, I come like a thief. Blessed is he who stays awake and keeps his clothes with him so that he may go, may not go naked and be shamefully exposed. These things are all happening. Some people don't even know they're happening. Some people were censored with the news. We don't know that our food supply is being destroyed. We don't know that, you know, there are all the things going underground. We just, a lot of people aren't awake to that yet, but it's happening. But, um, and, and it's embarrassing. <laughs> It is embarrassing. <laughs> it is. I, you know, I, I asked. Come on, y'all. Come on. Wake up. Right. Go ahead. There's, yeah. there's some, no, that's okay. There's so much going on around us. And so the seven, there are seven bowls. I mean, it's almost like Exodus with all the plagues. Things are happening and they're ignoring it. And their hearts are being hardened. And the more things that are happening, they're double down and it's just they already know they're going to lose so they just keep fighting harder just to the last minute thinking somehow they're going to change the outcome and the good news is they're not they're not going to change the outcome and i love chapter 17 too where it says the seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air and out of the temple came a loud voice from the throne saying it is done and that is so true. It is done. And it's almost just like the day that Jesus was on the cross. Everything that's going to happen will happen. Everything that's not going to happen is not going to happen no matter what. But it is done. Right. It is all. Amen. Victory is his. Amen. Amen. And yeah. And so, yeah, we, we want to be prepared and not to, you know, he says, I'm, I'm, I'm coming as unexpectedly as a thief. You know, as he mm -hmm. says in the, in the gospels he says you know the faith isn't going to tell you when he's coming nope he's not <laughs> and so the lord jesus is is quite a thief and, <laughs> and just, yeah he, he, you just never know you know uh so he'll shock the evildoers but he's also i think going to shock the believers absolutely they won't necessarily you know and, and everyone just be watching and watching for him but yet all these when all these things get exposed about them and they, it says they just curse the name of god who had control over these plagues. God is the one who has control of all this exposure on these evildoers. And they, they mm -hmm. hate it. They, they hate mm -hmm. it. They curse God for the, uh, uh, the God of heaven for their pains and sores. It's not about a mm -hmm. physical pain and sore. It's about that they do something and it boomerangs and it exposes them. And we, yes. we see them now. We see the emperor mm -hmm. has no clothes. We see what they have been doing to us, you know, and they're, and they're so mad because for all these years, we didn't even know. But the angels, like David was talking about, the angels woke us up, and now we do. Now we know. All right, so that nice. was for uh, chapter 16. Thank you, Tammy. All right, so now yes. 17, this is Debbie Raw. This okay, is I'm, me, Debbie. Well, yes, um, 
I'm, I'm going to need your help on this on a couple of the of the pieces. But as I get started in Revelation 17, yes, uh, talking about um, uh, calling John, he says, "Come up here. I will show you the judgment of the great harlot that sits upon many waters." I think you said that the waters represent uh, the vast nations, ethnicities, everything. It's not just one particular thing. Um, verse three says, "And so he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman." sit upon a scarlet colored beast full of names of blasphemy having seven heads and ten horns and she talks about what she was wearing and verse five says and upon her forehead was a name written mystery babylon the great the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth and i was just thinking about um what a harlot is a harlot is any a person uh, or, uh, that will do anything that they are told for money for 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 fame for riches for for you know whatever and i'm thinking about the media they'll say anything they'll lie they'll cheat they'll do anything that um to to fulfill their agenda and so that's what this this is talking about is the 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 lying and the deception and the deceit uh that's um, they'll steal so they'll steal they'll kill they'll mm -hmm. anything you know start and, a, a war you just yeah exactly and, to, to fulfill what they want to, their their uh, their purpose their accomplishment and so um knowing who that is and calling it and seeing it is part of being awake is yeah. calling it out and saying and yep. i was just thinking about this uh transgender movement and the target uh satanic stuff that's going on and i it's so in our face right now oh it's and aggravating it's so in our face and you know i was i was happy when they would just do their thing and and go on their way and stay out of my way but you know what i believe god has brought them to the forefront to wake us up and say no this you're gonna is have to fight us. this you can't have you to can't fight. stick your head in the sand we cannot fight we cannot stop fighting we got to keep on the task of calling out and agreeing with god in yes. that he chose these genders that he chose this way of doing things and we have to trust his timing in all those things so that that harlot we need to recognize who that is yes yes very good very good exactly it's it's in every and it's not just on a worldwide scale it's in your town there yeah. are people and i'm not even going to go into it but there was someone who was who was told to do something to me in my town and they oh. were they were promised they were given you know, but it didn't work because i'm not evil <laughs> they think evil and so they think oh well if, uh, you know, we'll we'll get melissa to do something evil we'll we'll uh, tempt her to do something evil and i'm like who are you no. thinking are you are you crazy have you lost your ever loving mind but they're 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 a prostitute they are like if they do this they will get either money or they'll get risen in a position or you know all these other things another another person i know that she was working with me and so she's had some difficulty in her in her life because of this and it's 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 really unfair but that's the way they do it this harlot will that they say oh punish this person uh, cause them to have a difficult time getting a job have caused them to have difficulties with their kids or whatever attack them okay and that's what the prostitute does oh okay yes i will do that they're in this secret society and in that society you are told to do something and you do it and mm -hmm. this is what the pro that's the prostitute they will you know it's not just on a on a grand scale it's in your community and sometimes things happen to you you're like this is what is what is going on why is this happening and you realize that you're you're under literal attack by people in your own community i'm sorry i just have to tell you that but that's it's important that you know it is important that you know all right so um that that, that it's a they in your in your town the there are prostitutes and they you know who, who try to attack you and they they know in your town if, who's naughty and who's nice they know who they're trying to stop and they will they will stop at nothing to to stop you all right so next is thank you deb and um 18, 18. and this the, stress, yes the yes the fall of babylon the boom. fall of the prostitution the yeah. fall of the cabal you down girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> so in 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 18 it talks a lot about how evil the cabal is the babylon but what I want to focus on is starting in verse 21, where it falls. 
It says, then a mighty angel picked up a boulder the size of a huge millstone and he threw it into the ocean and shouted, just like this, the great city of Babylon will be drowned down with violence and will never be found again. The sound of harps and singers and flutes and trumpets will never be heard in you again. So craftsmen and no trades will ever be found in you again. The sound of the bill, the mill will never be heard in you again. The light of a lamp will never shine in you again. The happy voices of brides and grooms will never be heard in you again. For your merchants were in the greatest in the world and you deceived the nations with your sorceries. In your streets flowed the blood of the prophets of God's holy people and the blood of the people slaughtered all over the world. Hallelujah. He's going to take them and throw them to the pits of hell. Amen. 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 That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And, you know, I just didn't understand this when I used to read. I just like, because I didn't know who these evil people were. And now because of the trumpets, the angels blasting the trumpets, we now know who our enemy is and they are, they worship demons. And it says they're yeah. sorceries. You deceive the nations with your sorceries. And in the streets flowed the blood of the prophets and of God's holy people and the blood of people slaughtered all over the world. All the damage that's been done is because of them. Exactly. Right. And, and their day is, is, is soon drawing to a close. The Lord's going to throw it down like a huge millstone with violence. And right. never, I'm, yes. And they'll never be found again. Never be found again. Believe this. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So how terrible, how terrible for you. God's judgment came upon you. But this is the, the chapter that starts with Babylon is fallen. That great city is fallen. Now, if someone tells you that America is Babylon, don't believe it. It is not. <laughs> America is not the Babylon. The Babylon is the new world order. They're the final kingdom. Right. And this kingdom is going to be destroyed. They, they, they are a home for demons. The home for demons. Yep. Literally fighting. We're fighting demons. Yes. Did you have anything else to shout out that you wanted to shout out in this one? Nope. Just that praise the Lord that they're, the they're, they're going to be drowned. Amen. Yes. Amen. All right. Then I am revelation 19, the songs of victory, praise Ooh. the Lord, salvation and glory and power belong to our God. His judgments are true and just. He has punished the great prostitute who corrupted the earth with their, her immorality. He has avenged the murder of his servants. Praise our God, for all his servants who fear him for the, from the least to the greatest. Let's be glad and give uh, give him honor for the time has come for the wedding feast of the lamb. Now, this is quite an interesting wedding feast. Uh, this wedding feast is where we <laughs> devour the evildoers. That is what we're waiting for. I mean, if you talk yes. to anybody who's a patriot who's in this battle, you're like, how much longer? We are wanting this, this destruction of these enemies. We are so ready for this retribution. Right. That's what we're all waiting for. And our wonderful uh, rider, faithful and true. He judges fairly and wages a righteous war. His eyes are like flames of fire and on his head were many crowns. And his had a name that was written on him that no one understood except himself. He wore a robe dipped in blood and his on his uh, his title was the word of God. The armies of heaven's heaven dressed in the finest of pure white linen followed him on white horses from that's us. That's us. We're following along with with him. We are in this great victory, uh, 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 galloping <laughs> across the world. From his mouth came a sharp sword to strike down the nations. So does that sound like Jesus? Everybody thinks Jesus is always so mealy mouthed and lily livered. No, no, he's not. He's tough. He will strike them down with the sharp sword out of his mouth. He will tear them to do it with his very own words. And that's the one they hate more than anything. They'd rather take a beating than for Jesus to expose their evil. They are being totally exposed and they, 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 it ticks them off. He will rule them with an iron rod. Do you want Jesus coming after you with an iron rod? I don't. I don't. He will release the fierce wrath of God, the almighty, like juice flowing from a wine press. This is our Lord Jesus. The one who will, not just with a whip in the, in the temple, he will destroy them like juice flowing from wine press on his robe at his thigh was the name, the title King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And so this beautiful angel, I want to find this particular sign in the heavens. I haven't found this particular one. I don't think because it clearly hasn't happened yet, but it sure would be nice to find this where it says the angel standing in the sun. I don't know where, you know, because there's a many times that, that, that like Jupiter goes through, uh, through the sun. So, 
one day that's going to that that will appear in the heavens and then we will have this defeat the vultures will fly high in the sky come gather for the great banquet god has prepared eat the flesh of kings generals strong warriors and of horses and their riders of all humanity both free and slave small and great not just wealthy people all who join with them all yep. who join they don't it doesn't have to be just rich people then have to be just poor people what, or powerful people. Those who have joined in league with this demonic enterprise. That's why the Lord says, come out from among them. Get out while the getting's good. And so, yeah, most of them have not. And he says that at the end, he says that both the beast and the false prophet were thrown alive into the fire like a burning sulfur. The beast and the false prophet are thrown and they never, ever come out again. The, 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 who, who was talking about the, I think, um, the, the 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 first beast and the second beast those two the the, the church and the state the ones who who run the church and the state the evil ones they're thrown out 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 in a in burning sulfur is a place of torment where they realize that they're in they're under, under the judgment of god and that all the things that they've done you know to to damage humanity they can't do that anymore and we were the vultures gorged themselves on the dead bodies so there's they're not coming back from that. Now, the next one is Revelation 20, where it talks about that Satan is also cast out at that point. He does come out after a thousand years, but the beast and the false prophet never do. Never do. Okay. Um, so let's go with who's doing 20. Is that you, Christy? Yes. All right. Do it, girl. So it's just do 20 um, and then one through six. Okay. Then I then I saw an angel coming down from heaven with a key to the bottomless pit and a heavy chain in his hand. He seized the dragon, that old serpent, who is the devil, Satan, and bound him in chains for a thousand years. The angel threw him into the bottomless pit, which he then shut and locked so Satan could not deceive the nations anymore until the thousand years were finished. Afterward, he must be released for a little while, which you're kind of bummed about that. Right. Then I saw <laughs> not my favorite verse. <laughs> Then I saw thrones, and the people sitting on them had been given the authority to judge, and I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their testimony about Jesus and for proclaiming the word of God. They had not worshipped the beast or his statue, nor accepted his mark on their foreheads or their hands. They all came to life again, and they reigned with Christ for a thousand years. This is the first resurrection. The rest of the dead did not come back to life until the thousand years had ended. Blessed and holy are those who share this first resurrection. For them, the second death holds no power, but they will be priests of God and of Christ and will reign with him 1,000 years. Amazing. Amazing. I hope we're all part of that. Who knows? Imagine if, if because of, what, of your, your efforts in this battle that you get that amazing blessing. And you prove, you're right now proving yourself. And it says to, to those who are faithful over a few things, I'll make them a ruler over much. Right. So I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, to jump in there, Christy. <laughs> I can't help myself. Go ahead. Well, and, and we're, we're supposed to bring with uh, as priests and kings, priests and kings. And so, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of the Bible verse, Proverbs um, 25, uh, 2, I believe it is. It's the glory of God to, to conceal a matter but it's the glory of Kings to search the matter out. And I just feel like this is what we're doing here. We're searching this matter out the way they kind of purported it to us or gave it to us was incorrect. we have the glory of Kings to search the matter out. So praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. And because, and because he, he is the one who speaks to us. He's the one who tells us these things. He has the angels go tell us. You know, and so that we hear from him, you know, there's, this is, this is proving that we are, we're, we've been listening, you know, and so, and, and also, also, it's not just, there are others who listen, but maybe they, um, they weren't chosen for this specific task. That's, that's the Lord, you know, the gifts and the callings of the Lord are without revocation. And that what the word says, that no one can take it away. That this is, <laughs> if the Lord has chosen us for this. Nothing, no one can take it away from us. So it's a, a I hate the, the verse that says he was released for a little while. But mm -hmm. if you remember, the reason for that is because 
at that point, there's a, there's a huge transformation and that we will get our new bodies and the new heaven and the new earth. And there'll be no more death, no more sorrow, no more crying after that. And he will be cast out and never come out again. So we, it, we have to have another big, like right now is a huge transformation into the millennial kingdom. And then we'll have another huge transformation into, into heaven and earth merging. Okay. So either way, we'll have a thousand years to take a break. <laughs> It'll be a nice break because it says that they'll be on earth. They'll have peace. They'll be enjoying peace when, when Satan comes out. It says that a little farther down here, I think. Um, you know, they'll be like, oh, they're, you know, they're, everything's going great for them. We, we can go and attack them because they're, they don't have any walled cities. Imagine no locked doors. It's going to be great. I'm so tired of locks. Who's tired of locks? <laughs> you know, I want everything to be just, yeah, everybody just being able to come and go and enjoy and not have to have a thousand passwords for your, <laughs> who's tired of passwords? All right. Oh I think that's everything. I, I know we probably went longer. I have no idea how long we've been going, but I'm, I had so much fun. I'm glad we did this. This was so fun to do. I hope this was helpful yeah. for you guys that you all can see that this, what the whole point of Revelation is, okay? Mm -hmm. And so don't let somebody go and pluck out a verse here or pluck out a verse there and get you all freaked out because the bottom line is the Lord Jesus is the victor. And that we are headed to, headed toward victory. And there, yeah. there's no doubt that this is happening now because of the sign in the heavens. And now we know who we're fighting and we're, we're charging into battle and we're going to win. And now let's pray. Thank you so much, Lord, for your promises and your word. Thank you that you uh, just at the right moment, you sent the angels to wake us up and to help us to piece this together and to understand it. Thank you that you, you speak to us and you guide us on what you want us to do as part of your, your great army and what an honor it is. And uh, we're, we're very excited to, to see that your kingdom is going to come and your will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you for my team, Melly, and, and uh, uh, helping me to do this and, and all the, the wonderful patriots listening and just lord help us to use this truth that you've taught us to help encourage people that not to not to cry stop your weeping stop your complaining but know that we're going to win because you are the king of the world and you will reign okay. on this earth for forever we pray all this in your great name jesus amen i love you guys amen. Love you guys. Love you so amen. much, you, you guys. And thank I'm, you. I'm going to try to hit the button again this time, like I didn't do it that last, right last time. Hang on. <laughs> Let's see if I can figure out how to do this. Let me do this. And, all right, I've got the right button, you guys. All right. Love you guys. And I will talk to you, you. later.